Hello again, and welcome back to the Fear and Beer podcast, where we talk all things horror, horror nights, and just a dash of beer. I'm Nick. And I'm Seamus. All right, and here we are. One more time. Do we even need to keep track of which episode is it? It is anymore. Twelve, right? <laughs> or eleven? I don't know. No, Do last... we drop it? Do we just? No, because the tenth episode was the one about them canceling, and then last oh, week yeah. was eleven. So this is twelve. 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 We're almost in our teen. We're, years. We are at a dozen. We're, yeah. Next week will be a baker's dozen. Yeah. Almost at the teen years. Do we? Which, completely off topic, unrelated, but baker's dozens. I just made me think of it because we obviously talk about Universal a lot. Voodoo Donuts over at Universal Studios. If you get a chance to visit, go to Voodoo Donuts, and you don't have to buy one, but at least look at the coffin deal they got. So uh, they the basically they give you kind of they give you four baker's dozens in a friggin' coffin. Ooh. It's pretty cool. I mean, it's relevant to our podcast. If I did that, I'd probably eat the entire thing and get yeah. fat. But we don't want to do I that. Have a sugar coma. I'm already pretty 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 <laughs> big pretty big. So all right, so let's get into what we're going to be kind of talking about today. What we're drinking today. And then we're just going to polish it off at the end with what we're going to be talking about in the future. I know we've kind of every week or so been like, hey, we're working on this. We're going to do this. We're doing this. We just kind of actually sat down for the first time. Like, we actually have a ever. plan. <laughs> and we planned. Yeah, we have a plan in I place. I feel so legitimate now. I mean, we keep – so I know it kind of appears that we have a plan, but we haven't had a plan for the last 12 episodes. Fooled you. Um, we've kind of just been flying by the seat of our pants, and I would show up, and we'd be like, so what are we talking about? <laughs> like, oh, yeah. <laughs> This stuff? Yeah, <laughs> sure. Let's wing it. So we've actually kind of got a plan. We'll go over that a little bit at the end of the episode so you guys kind of know what to look out for and what to keep an eye out for. And keep telling your friends to say, hey, come listen to this cool podcast with these two dudes talking about horror shit and <laughs> Halloween Horror Nights and stuff. Today, I feel like it would be fitting just to kind of go over that last speculation map that Horror Night Nightmares dropped out. They dropped a the What Would Have Been edition, which was pretty much the last map that they were going to put out before the event kind of rolled on there is just the ever most slightest changes on a handful of the houses so this might not be a longer episode and we say that all the time and then we stretch it out for an hour but a lot of the stuff that you will say about this is probably stuff we've already said before yeah i know i no longer i no longer think <laughs> that we don't have enough content i mean for the first few episodes all i ever thought to myself was like we were gonna have enough to cover like 45 minutes and we'd go for an hour and a half so i no longer question it <laughs> i'm pretty sure at this point we could talk for an hour and a half about uh nothing yeah either way we'll just kind of find a way to string it along a little bit before we dive into that map let's jump into what we're going to be drinking tonight so what do we uh what'd you bring over tonight so i got something really special for tonight i mean kind of special at least to me so we talk a lot about the bottle shop that we go to peruse a lot we mentioned it last week with kevin the bottle shop itself carries a lot of crazy stuff and every time i go in there i always tell myself you need to stop for at least a few for a little bit and just go through their bottle wall so you've got your coolers with all the cans and stuff in it, and then they've got a couple walls of just bottled stuff. And if you're a beer person, you know that bottled stuff typically has really, you know, is where the 
the good stuff is. And it's where they have a lot of the aged stuff, stuff that's been around for a very long time. So they've had a stock of Jester King, which is a brewery out in Austin, Texas. And I'll go into them a little bit in a minute. But Jester King, if you're if you're a beer person, you, you, you know who Jester King is. You know what Jester King does. And if you don't, you should really look into them. And if you get a chance to try it or get it, don't hesitate. Because Jester King is some of the best beer I've ever had. And I know that I say that a lot about the things that we bring in. But I'm being... Totally 100% honest. This is kind of like, you know, so that's why when we had Jolly Pumpkin the first couple times, I was surprised because I didn't know anything about them. And when I tried them, I was like, wow, this is really good stuff. See, Jester King, it's kind of along that line, but I know Jester King and I've known Jester King and I've never had a chance to try it. And now that I've been in Orlando for two years and I've been going to this bottle shop for two years, I finally took the time to actually look and pick some stuff up. So that's what we're having tonight. It's Jester King. It's called El Cedro or El Cidro. I don't know how to pronounce that. I apologize. Again, I'm terrible with with names. What it it's nothing horror specific, but the but the bottle art is really cool. It it looks like like a haunted tree or an evil tree, kind of like something you would see in like Lord of the Rings or I don't know, like I'm trying to think about I think like other scary trees. But, from Harry Potter. The... Yeah, maybe. But like, it's got eyes, and obviously its bark looks like teeth. And the reason it's a tree is because this particular beer has what they call cedar spirals in it. So they must use cedar in the brew. Essentially, Jester King is, is known for their farmhouses. I know we do that a lot. We have a lot of farmhouses on here, but farmhouses are awesome, and you know we like farmhouses. The bottle itself says, I have conquered many nations and defeated vast armies of men, but even I do not dare to trespass in the forest of El Cedro, for El Cedro is no man. Many have ventured within the silent reach of his branches, lured by his sweet smell, never to return. Whispered legends tell of one particular sorry soul who, hey, did we tell you this has Brett in it. <laughs> um, Jester King is an authentic farmhouse brewery located in the beautiful Texas Hill Country on the outskirts of Austin, Texas. We make farmhouse ales and spontaneously fermented beers tied to a time, place, and people. So this one is a farmhouse. It was brewed in July of 2017. So this has got three years, actually just past three years old. So this is going to be really sour, and it's going to be really good, and I can't wait. It was batch number eight. Uh, batch number eight, excuse me. So what's interesting about them is, again, when they brew something, they either age it in barrels or they age it you know, how you would normally age it. But the nice thing about bottled sours is that when they stay in a bottle, a dark bottle, like they, they come in and they sit for a while, they do kind of it, – it's not like other styles. Like we talked about last week, how IPAs can typically go bad or typically will change their style or change their flavor, excuse me. After a certain amount of time, these sours and like stouts, the longer you age them, the better they get essentially. Um, obviously, some people don't like – super sour beers so sometimes waiting too long can be a detriment to those people but for people that like really sour farmhouse sales and ones that age well this is definitely one of those so i'm excited to pop it open try it and give it a shot again el cedro jester king austin texas if you're anywhere near that there and you want to check them out i say don't hesitate so let me pop this open we'll pour some out and we'll give our thoughts real quick let's crack it that sound is really good sweet Sweet sound. Oh, it smells awesome. It actually smells kind of like a cider, but obviously it isn't a cider. Oh, Jesus. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Foamy, foamy fast. Literally just foam. <laughs> Came out of that. All right, we may have to let this sit for a minute. So do you want to talk we'll, about what we're going to talk we'll about? We'll dive in and we'll yeah, let that we'll, settle for we'll a little let bit. settle for a minute. All right. So I think we should just start with the houses because, again, that's stuff that we've talked about previously and we don't have to really reiterate on a lot of the things but we'll just kind of note the changes and hopefully like we talked about the last time when we decided it was 
Yeah, it doesn't look like there's a lot of changes to it from no, the just... last map. They have did add a couple things to a couple of the names, um, yeah. but they added scare zones. They added the U.S. areas. Mm-hmm. So it'll be yeah. We we kind of walked through the houses one at a time. We won't spend a ton of time kind of going over what we think about the houses because obviously we've done that we've done twice that now, three times over for um, some of them. Just but... maybe we can kind of just kind of go into like what do we think about the two changes? I think there's two changes on here, right? Just, or additions. I don't want to call them changes because yeah. they're not really changes. They're just additions. Just a couple to different amendments. Knew, so we'll go. We'll start with A and we'll work our way through. So yeah, that's fine. Universal Monsters, The Brides. That didn't change. That's exactly the same. We talked about it last time. And that was, I don't want to say confirmed, but it was essentially it's confirmed. As confirmed as it could be, I think. So that was definitely going the, to happen. Yeah, with the Tribute Store opening being the first store in there. Right. We're seeing that next year. B, Texas Chainsaw. So dropped the Massacre. From the title, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, it's just Texas Chainsaw. I don't understand the purpose well, behind that. Was there a move? Was one of the remakes so just Texas Chainsaw? Wasn't the second movie? It wasn't called just Texas Chainsaw. I don't think. But it, so if you like the the first remake was the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and I'm pretty sure the second movie was either just Texas Chainsaw Massacre or it may have been just Texas Chainsaw. I don't know for sure. It's been a while. I don't remember it exactly, and I didn't really like that movie, so. I, don't, I can understand why I didn't remember it. So the only movie, and we kind of talked about this when we were questioning why Texas Chainsaw was on here. We were kind of going through the possibilities of what it could be. The only one that really kind of dropped the massacre is the 3D movie from 2013. And that was one of the ones that we were like, based off of the year, based off of how scares would happen, that would make sense because you could do a lot of projections and stuff like yeah. that. So Texas Chainsaw 3D is the only movie in the series that doesn't include Massacre in their title besides the newest one in 2017, which was just Leatherface. I I mean, either way, I think that's all, you know, neither here nor there because I think Chainsaw is going to be going bye-bye. Yeah, I I think we talked about it last, or not last week, but the week before when we talked about the cancellation and everything. We did say that I think we both think that this one's going to be probably kicked for for, for next year. But my, my other thought is Texas Chainsaw, if it's just called Texas Chainsaw, I would assume that it's, it, it has nothing to do with a specific movie. Mm-hmm. It's more of a house themed around just the legend of it and the character and what it's all about and, you yep. know, chainsaws and, and that sort of thing. So, right, exactly. All right. Uh, C, Bedtime Stories, The Tooth Fairy. So, this was, again, on the last one, that three or 3.5 or whatever. It evolved from Bedtime Stories to Bedtime Stories, The Tooth Fairy. So, again, not much new to talk about on that end. D and E, again, Horror Night Icons, Anniversary House. Those are still a blanket house. There's really not much depth about the story. I mean, you could assume from the tribute store that maybe that Horror Night's Icons house was going to be heavily revolved around Jack rounding up the troops again or having something to do with his, like, carnival because it has the, in the tribute store, that odd fellow's little, like, wagon kind of deal. That could tie into the storyline at some point, but there's really no definitive way of saying that this is what was going to happen in that house. Going back, I think C, D, and E, the Tooth Fairy house, the Icons house, and the Anniversary house, I think we'll see those again next year. I don't think those are in jeopardy. No, I mean, we're talking the 30th anniversary, and it's obviously going to be the 30th anniversary when you're removed. So it's it's definitely going to be – you're going to have all three of these. Yeah. You're going to have Bedtime Stories, Tooth Fairy, Horror Nights Icons, and Anniversary House. Now, I'm sure we talked about it a little bit the last time we spoke about these possible houses. Do you think the Tooth Fairy is going to be like a new icon? So I don't 
I don't think so, based off of the fact that the next house we're going to talk about, I think that's our. You new think that's going to be the new icon? Yeah, it's probably it's a good point. I, I the only reason I w- the only reason I wouldn't believe the Tooth Fairy would be is because it's called Bedtime Stories, and the Tooth Fairy is kind of like the, su- the subtext the, yeah. the, to it or the, the tagline to it. Mm-hmm. So maybe Bedtime Stories is a new theme that they're kind of going into, and we're going to get mm-hmm. more than one Bedtime Story in subsequent in time, years. Yep. So they've done that before do. too, where they have different reiterations of like they had scary tales. They had a couple different versions of it where they can kind of just bring in new characters where this is where, I mean, we, we talked about this on one of our first episodes when we were thinking of possibilities for what our bedtime story was, you know, the Rumpelstiltskin and Jack and the Beanstalk and stuff like that. I think it falls right in line with what you're saying, where we could see bedtime stories insert tagline here in following right. and, years. I mean, there's so many, like, there's so many different types of fairy tales that they can that they go into. I mean, I could, I would love to see like Universal throw some shade at at, at their uh, crosstown <laughs> yeah. rivals yeah. and do like a bedtime stories like Beauty and the Beast cuz yeah. I don't know how the rights work with some of those yeah. cuz like they're 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 fairy tales. It doesn't necessarily mean that Disney owns the rights no. exclusively to those fairy tales. Yeah. Because there was a not to get too sidetracked, but there was a graphic novel series that had come out called um oh crap they made a vi- they actually made a telltale game about a video game if you're a gamer you know what i'm talking about but it's called um i forget the name of it i'm sorry i'll have to remember the name of it and remind myself but it's basically a story they take a lot of the classic fairy tales and they retell the story kind of like as like all these characters were forced from their fantastical fairy tale land to the Shrek Swamp? To, no, no, just, just, to reg, just, just to like regular old New York City. Oh, okay. So they have to kind of learn to blend in and live hmm. with, and they're kind of forced into like one. It's it's kind of like an allegory for gentrification and the shit that we've been going through yeah. lately and all that stuff. But like people don't like them because they're fairy tale people. But Beauty uh, yeah. the Beast is in it. Okay. And a few of the other like we so know maybe, what we know as Disney characters, yeah. but in reality they're not it's not Disney, really Disney characters. They're just fairy tales that Disney, Disney made took. It famous, but. Exactly. Yeah. Well, took it and made famous for a new audience, essentially. Yep. So I wonder have, how that would work. But I would love to see them throw some shade at Disney and be like, "Hey, we got scary. We got scary Bell. We got bedtime stories. Pretty and the monster. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we just referenced F, Twisted Tradition Pumpkin Lord. So this one did get a little bit of not necessarily an upgrade, but like an, they, a reiteration. Well, was it called Pumpkin Lord in the last map? I don't remember it being called Pumpkin Lord. I, I think remember it was called like, like Pumpkin something King. Something Pumpkin. Yeah, it was Pumpkin um, King, I think. And they added Twisted Tradition to it, too, I think. And, and Twisted Tradition was the name used previously. It was used in those stories that they were posting up on their Universal blog. Okay, so that's probably what, like you said, pump. So, yeah, I mean, you're right. I think with that in it, that with that in mind, I think that Pumpkin Lord probably would be a new icon. Mm-hmm. And I hope so, because what we've seen, which we'll kind of talk about later, but what we have seen of it is I'm super into it. I if it's that oh, similar yeah. build from that, I think it was 2018, that Harvest Scare Zone, yeah. then that would make for a really cool icon. G, moving right along, Mannequin Theater, which, God, I hope we get that next year because that still is my number one kind of like most anticipated house just because I'm so curious. Now, yeah, I'd be kind of bummed out if we don't if we don't get Mannequin Theater. Now, I think that I well, I, what I heard was this was almost made and catered around the possibility of a COVID-style event. So I'm hoping that they don't scrap it because it was made solely to cater to that. But I, from what I heard, it, I could be way off. It could just be a house. Well, that's interesting then because, like, we can talk about that for a minute because, like, when we say it was, it's rumored to have been based around some sort of 
COVID just to, so that it would be easier to portray that house while following whatever guidelines was implemented. Uh, I thought you meant like themed in some oh, way no, around no. COVID. <laughs> you walk in, you get sprayed in the so, face. So then if that's the case, then I think the idea would be that there wouldn't be any scare actors in this one or very little scare actors because it's yes. mannequins. Yes. And mannequins are terrifying. Like yeah. we can all agree that mannequins are the scariest, one of the scariest things about shopping. I think this would have been a big like smoke and mirror style house. But other than that, that's what intrigues me so much is the mystique. <laughs> yeah. And I think my guess would be that they won't get rid of it necessarily because it's an interesting take on on the house. Like you're so used to just basically having a lot of the jump scary scare actors and the noises and stuff. But this one, I think what makes what makes certain houses scarier is is less of mm-hmm. that. That's why I hate jump less scares in movies you know? because yeah. they're not scary to me. It's it's it's, it's like oh you you made me jump. Like, that's cool. But I like houses that create a an ambiance or a, or a mood or create some sense of dread. So if that if you put me in a room full of mannequins or a house full of mannequins and I'm not sure where things are going to come from because everything could be fake, it could be real, that's what's scary. So that one, I, yeah, I, I do kind of hope they kind of follow with that theme a little bit and kind of either either if they don't keep it necessarily mannequin theater next year, at least something along those lines, mannequin something or something to do with mannequins. Because I don't know about you, but we've talked about it before, but that the last, either the last room or near or near the end of the room for the us house or the near the end for the graveyard games where they had a lot of the fake people that was that was the best part that was terrifying so moving along h h for haunting of hill house the four h's not triple h like the wrestler four h's h for haunting of hill house that's got well so that's the one that i almost just caught myself and said that's got to be back next year but we kind of talked about it we don't really understand fully how the rights to these are going to be affected for these ips especially one that's owned by a pretty large company it's been pretty consistent on all these maps so i think we can consider it confirmed for this year it was definitely going to be a house this year but you're right like we spoke about before we're not really sure how the rights work for that so we're not really i mean i don't want to say it'll be back but i have to imagine that they'll work something out i would i mean i would think that they would have no reason to want to get rid of it it's just a matter of if netflix kind of goes along with that and again with the haunting of bly manor that season two should be coming out right and that'll that'll kind of help too so it'll be brought back into light Right. It might be a little bit confusing that you're behind the season. There's a whole different name on the house, but, but I don't I think, think it, it's going to yeah, matter. I don't think it'll much. matter because it'll be just like it'll be like the Stranger Things house where it's like I don't care so much how much it ties into the current season. It's just seeing those characters and those props up close. House I, we're going through Beetlejuice, which has been along for the entire ride. So that's yeah, another one that's been with us that pretty much the whole time. Is safe in my opinion. What I had heard was that the opening room for Beetlejuice was actually going to be the take a ticket line that take a ticket booth where when uh, Beetlejuice gets kind of cut off and has that long long ticket of miscellaneous numbers so that would have been cool and then the ending I heard who knows this will probably change but it was kind of along the lines of when we broke down the houses very in depth when I said hey this house should end the way the movie ends with the giant scare of the snake worm coming out and kind of crashing down and taking out Beetlejuice. Supposedly that's how the house would have ended. Who knows if that will stick or if that was actually true or not, but that's just what I had heard. And then Jay, this is another one that kind of got a little tagline change. So this one is now the demons of Billie Eilish. So she's still sticking with us. Yeah, this is an entirely, this is a, 
title change. Like yeah. this isn't so much a tagline. This is it's it went from just kind of being Billie Eilish mm-hmm. to the demons of Billie yeah. Eilish. And so I, this is obviously it's more or less giving us a little bit more of a taste about what the theming will be. And this is kind of the one I really wanted to talk about because obviously this is the biggest change. And like we had said, there's a few changes, but this is to me the biggest change on the map. And it really does kind of make me think. So where were they going with it? I obviously. Obviously, if you know if you know anything about her music, you know about the artist. She definitely gives off that just eerie vibe. She's got that really brooding melody to the music, and it's very like haunting. And she's very she's a very haunting haunted person. It seems like this. I don't want to say it'll be a personal house, like getting too personal with her. But I bet you she's going to really kind of open up to a lot of the things that either she's dealt with in her life or what she's like battled, and kind of releasing a lot of that in a in a constructive way by coming up with a haunted house or it could just be something completely fabricated i don't i don't know but it's an interesting title that's the only thing it's, it's, it's a title that really interests me in, in, in what it could be and i'm not sure where i heard this but i had heard somewhere that the facade was going to be like a big open book like a journal and it was going to kind of be walking into the journal of billy eilish kind of going through her her thoughts and as the title of the house would say the demons of billy eilish so whatever she may be dealing with or whatever whether that's you know different forms of anxiety depression and they kind of manifest that into demons of sorts it's a pretty tough concept i think to nail if that was the way they were going to go with it because as people with you know depression anxiety and all that stuff know it's a very internal struggle it's not as much of an external thing where like you can't visibly see it that is for sure so pushing that out into a visual house is an interesting concept to see how they would kind of present that to us that's all i have for the houses and like we said that's the what would have been addition for the houses so in between talking about the houses and the scare zones let's uh want to discuss this beer a little yeah bit? the beer we, finally worked out we, we let it settle for so a it finally bit. settled um and again i don't know if that comes from the age or if it comes from me just not chilling it long enough <laughs> <laughs> but i had a few sips already a few a few um a few, a few hearty gulps and i'm not gonna lie to you this is Awesome. I like um, this one. If, if, if you want to, you can follow me on Untapped, which is a beer tracking app if you're using it. If not, no big deal. But I gave it an elusive five out of five. It's, oh, it's, yeah, it's, it's really, really complex. And I, I'm not going to spend a ton of time going over it. But, I mean, it's really complex. It's got, it's got that natural flavoring that you get with a farmhouse. But with the cedar thrown into it, like the cedar rounds, which must be cedar bark or cedar something that's brewed with, no. it gives you a really, really, really interesting flavor profile. That smell, I can't put my finger on it, but the smell is not great. It smells like a rotten side. Yeah, I, so I the just, nose is, I mean, the nose definitely does not, the nose belies how good yeah, the taste the is. The taste is better, but the smell is pretty um, not but amazing. It, but, <laughs> but I, I mean, it's, it's not a, your typical farmhouse sour. Uh, it's a typical farmhouse. It's not even that sour, really. I mean, it's. I don't want to say old socks, but like. <laughs> I don't. I didn't look up whether it was brewed in, in barrels. I'm, I would assume that it's been aged in something, but it it's a saison. Like it's, it's it's really intense. It's really hard to explain. If you can find a bottle of El Cedro, buy it. Like, don't wait. I would buy that in a heartbeat. This is really interesting. It's really really good. Again, I gave it a five on Untapped. Find me there. I'm. At SCH5500. Again, it's SCH5500. Find me on Untapped if you want to. But I, I gave it a five. It's it's really, really unique and good. But I like unique beers. So 
take my opinion necessarily not necessarily with a grain of salt but you know just understand that i like interesting flavor profiles and interesting unique takes on certain styles so yeah. i liked it if you are not a like a deep beer drinker, yeah you're probably not gonna I would like not it. suggest it even for me it's a little bit more on the harsher side to take down it's that we- it's just yeah the smell is weird yeah it's not a culture thing it's not like and the taste you know, isn't the taste isn't bad it's different it's pretty flat to begin it, it feels like there's no taste in the beginning and you get all of it at the end mm-hmm. for me it's very smooth oh no it's, it's 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 a heavy on the end yeah it's not as much on the on the on the front in the beginning of it and i think the part of that's the age as it ages it kind of changes where on the palate it hits you it definitely lingers that's the yeah. one thing i've noticed that like a lot of the beers i've had lately we've had lately Come and go. It, it comes goes and it doesn't stick around this one it lingers for about you know half a minute or so yeah. and you still and it it, it, it sits in and resides there the mouthfeel is awesome and i don't hate the aftertaste like the aftertaste isn't like some of yours have an aftertaste and it's like oh my god it's gross go away but this one it pulls you in for that next yeah set. i'm like i don't like i want more yeah so let's jump into these scare zones because for me on the outside and looking in the titles alone are pretty broad there's not a ridiculous amount of detail given on you know two out of the four that are given yeah and it, two out of it's the a five. little interesting too because they've got a couple with the names it's almost like they could be the same thing and that's where you know what i mean i don't know what blends where so k we have an anniversary zone do you want so, to kind of explain where these would be so k would be right as you walk into the theme park yep that's right where so the last year was. where the where the fake game stations were and the stilt girls were walking the and stuff arcade yeah, Anarchade, excuse me. Yeah. So that is an interesting spot. So I would assume that like where all of the arcade games were would be some sort of nod or statue or, or something to represent one that's of actually, the things. That's not a bad idea. Not a not a bad guess. Almost like a like a Roman like yeah, aisle like how, of statues yeah. of like all the great like Something along Things. those lines, like and, and that's either that's I, icons or yeah, and that's the the anniversary zone. It's we have horror night icons and anniversary house as houses, so you know one's right. icons and then the anniversary houses. Right, and the other thing too, not to yeah. cut you off, but like the anniversary house is on the complete opposite would have been on the complete opposite side mm-hmm. of where the scare zone is. So we're on the left of so it's almost not even like those two would be related. Yeah, and then who knows? So we know the icons are going to be in the house. In the anniversary house, we're just left to assume that that's a kind of best of HHN yeah. that doesn't involve icons. So we're talking right because like if icons have their own house, it's got to be something like you yeah, said. Leave like, it to Cleaver, Dungeon of Terror. We can do like the Scary Tales, Scary like Ohio, that, that Scary Ohio, any, anything that's kind of anything that's kind of Horror Nights that's not icon related would right. be in that house. Now with the Scare Zone, I don't know if that's the same. Thing. I don't know if the anniversary zone would include icons as well. Yeah, I, I don't would, know. I would guess no. I'd be. I'd probably. Well, right. And if to me, is if it, if it's the first scare zone you're walking into, I always kind of assume that's like their welcome to horror nights. That's this, their mark. This is what you're right into. There. Like you're in for. Mm-hmm. And like last year, it wasn't. I don't really can. It was a scare zone because they had the guys walking around with the chainsaws and the girls and yeah. they were like on the stilts and I don't say I mean I don't think there were any guys stilt walkers they're all girls but um, I don't mean to like I'm not trying to be sexist or anything like that they're just all girls all stilt, stilt walkers they, are girls yeah they were all skill <laughs> they were all stilt walker girls they weren't guys <laughs> um, there's a reason probably for that but the point is is like it was 
it was kind of like a, hey, this is the theme. You're walking into the 80s. This is yep. the an arcade. It's the arcade. It had the music going. The, the music, the loud music the and everything cheap else. little lights, the fog. Right, and the, and the fog machines and stuff. Like So that kind of gave you like a taste of what you're going to be in for as you mm-hmm. go along. And then they would get kind of a little more subtle as you went through yep. the park. But So like if you're doing an anniversary zone at the beginning, I can't, I can't imagine that it would be anything having to do with icons. Unless nope. it's like pictures or, or murals or statues or like you said or something along those lines yep. but i don't know i think it would be a very when we talked about it before i think it would be very carry ohio based maybe there's a lot of stories that pull from there right which again also tie into icons with caretaker and um cindy kane his daughter right so i don't know if it would touch on that but i think it would pull from I mean, it, other carry ohio yeah like folklore and i and i wonder if maybe universal is trying to kind of not separate the two necessarily, but at least kind of like have their own lanes. Yes. Where like icons are icons, and that's mm-hmm. one lane, and then Carry Ohio, and that right the rest of like that that theming that scene that that not yep. what we call it that setting is kind of like the anniversary stuff. Because you don't want because yes, HHN thirty obviously it's gonna be icon heavy, but you don't want it to be everywhere. You can't have you know three icon houses, three icon scare zones, and like have that. It just that would be too repetitive for me. Yeah, I think it's too much. I think you. I think you got to kind of keep it. Not obviously, like obviously, thirty is supposed to be a celebration of the history of HHN, but don't have everything kind of be the same thing. Yeah, you know what I mean. That would get very tiresome. So the next scare zone again is another one that is like, what the fuck is this? So thirty years, thirty fears. Oh, right. Yeah. So like it's and this is, is not the and this, same. And this is as you go down and around. This is where. The zombies were from Zombieland. Zombieland too was um, so where the, where the uh, essentially this will be where bedtime stories and icons houses are mm-hmm. or were. Excuse so me. thirty years, thirty fears. What? So this is where I think the icons will be. Not to cut you off yeah, again. That's, but yeah. This is where I think a lot of the icon stuff will be located mm-hmm. because it's right outside the house. Yeah. Or would have been right outside the house. Yeah. Um, that would be a good way to tie it in. If yeah. You could tie and a scare zone right. And, the it, and it's the biggest scare zone. It's the largest scares on the yeah, length. So, I mean, is, like, yeah. it, it would definitely kind of be – this is where their bread and butter was going to be. Like, this is where it's going to draw everyone. Everyone's going to be drawn in this direction because mm-hmm. this is where that is. So it has to be the biggest space. Yep. And um, that's the one where the stage usually – there's a stage. A stage so, right. so that's where you can a, bring There'll be a couple prop stages actually technically. Yeah. Because they've got the where one – Where like ticket booth was. Right, where the ticket booth mummy. was for the money ticket booth and stuff. Yeah. And then the stage where they went up and – beat the zombie's head and whatever mm-hmm. like that stuff will be kind of like in that area but so that's where i would see jack kind of having a stage show maybe trying to usher people or push people into his house yep to get you know yep guests to the carnival yep. Yep. or you know trying to sell his show or whatever so i could see that being in there but the fact that it goes 30 years 30 fears there's got to be some sort of callback into the first one. Oh, of course. Or, you know, right. And when they say 30 years, 30 fears, like, are we talking, are they going to go, like, are they going to pull something from every single year and bring it back? I mean, that's a I mean, lot to fit in one scare zone. You have zone. to fit 30 things in there. You have to at least, if you're going to call back 30 years from now, you have to pull something from right. Friday Nights. And that's where the store is, too. That's and what, that's that's right the, where that's the, the, the tribute, store, the tribute is. store is, too. So, it makes sense that's where they're going to stick this type Keep of scare that zone. Corner. That's where it's going to yep. be. And maybe that whole corner, that not just that strip of land, like that whole area where the roller coaster is and Mummy and everything else is. I mean, you talk talking 30 years, 30 fears. Mummy was a big one. Yep. So, I mean, and you're right, you're iconic, right near but, the yep. Mummy ride, and that will be one of the rides that are open. Uh, yep. So, I mean, that makes a ton of sense to pull something from that in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't want to 
guess too much about what would what would it be because yeah. there's just so much you could pull from. There's so exactly, much you could yeah. have. We could. I mean, the stage show could be could be the Crypt Keeper. Yeah. Something from that that whole theme. That first generation. From the dungeon, of the dungeon, 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 of terror, dungeon terror, or whatever. So that's gonna have a callback at some point, I would assume. And if if it's not in a house, I would assume hopefully there, whether it's just a you know like a rat lady nod or something like that. Right. So moving down, we have Terra Crentis. She is going to be getting a scare zone. So she went from the first speculation map from a house to gone. Yeah, and she'll to be where an icon house to now she's back into a scare zone potentially. Yeah, yeah, and they have her where where Rob Zombie was. Yep, and that's a good little area too because if you remember that scare zone, there was a lot of stage setups. There was you had like the decent amount of room. Chair. Yeah. You had like you had the cars. So. As long as it's not super loud and, and, and yeah. obnoxious like that one was. With the Terra Crentis, you're going to need that space for set designs because we went into Terra Crentis pretty in-depth on one of the episodes, one of the first ones, but that's where you can have, like, the Terra Throne, the Terra Blade. So I wonder like, if there'll be, like, a bunch of scantily clad ladies in this scare zone, too, because there wasn't a zombie one. God, you could only hope. <laughs> Other than that, because we can't really keep going on on that one. Yeah, I don't really, I don't know enough about Terra Crentis to really give my opinion. Yeah, and um, it's... It's interesting that she would be the only one that has a specific. Yeah, that's different. One for her. Because if I she's mean, an icon, so either they don't consider her as big an icon or big enough to have her own. Big, I think own. I think she's big enough. I think her story has a, has a big enough. From exactly, what you were telling yeah. me, I think it sounds it's like a there's very, a lot of lore there. Yeah, it's a very in-depth story, and I think because she hasn't really gotten a full kind of icon house house or or like recognition that this would be the way to kind of bring that coronation almost for her i mean you know jack has headlined events caretakers headlined events chance lady luck they've all headlined events and so they can kind of mash into the icons i I don't believe she's ever had that full recognition so this would kind of be a good way to do it yeah no i'm 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 with you so unknown original would be the next one and that is n that's where the that's where the the vikings were the vikings yep so, guess is as good as mine. That could be anything. I yeah. mean, literally anything. So, it's almost like pointless to try to figure out what it would be. But Robot zombies. Next. Yeah, right. I mean, I, I, <laughs> who knows? I, obviously, their original stuff is my favorite. So, I mean, it could be I mean, yeah, they anything could, they do, I'd be happy yeah. with. Like I was saying last year, I wanted, I want them at some point to do a Viking, that, that Viking type of thing. Undead. Into that, a that, 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 that Nordic type of house. As a house, mm-hmm. not a scare zone, so I'm I'm down. And then all the way in the corner where Vanity Ball was, yeah, we have as we're coming show. around where Born is now. It's creep we show, creep show. So that is the one. That's interesting. That one's got to be set in stone, I would think, because that one has been that was on the other map, the last map, been on there for a while, yeah. And then it's just cool scare zone. It reminds me, it's hard with Vanity Ball. Obviously, it wouldn't be set up like that with that main stage. But if you think back to when, I think it was two years ago, they had Chucky over there. Chucky had like a little box area and you had an animatronic Chucky who would talk and stuff like that. That's cool. I think it would be very similar to that. Creepshow, I mean, again, I talked about it a little bit when we first saw it. Creepshow's, it's interesting. I'm still a little little wary about how they would make Creepshow a scare zone outside of just having the the different stories from Creepshow Mm -hmm. as part of it. But like, we're talking like... Trying to fit thirty years, thirty fears in there. I mean, Creep Show. It, it's very all of the stories in that movie is very disparate. So it's like they're all very different from each other. So I don't know how how that would work. But obviously, I'm not gonna the Universal find a way to do it. So 
If anybody could, they would. Interesting. Very interesting. And for me, it's interesting kind of the order they did it in. Like, I would almost think that anniversary should be near anniversary house. Like how they have that 30 years in yeah, front of Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just feel like it's kind of disjointed if mm-hmm. they do it that way. Well, and that's tough, too, because, like, where, you know, Anniversary House is, where Pumpkin Lord is, and where Mannequin Theater is, there's really not scare zone around there. And they right. also don't have Right, but anything. that's also why I think – and, again, this is just a spec map, so obviously yeah, we're so not saying this is what? confirmed or anything yeah. like that. But we're talking about how Texas Chainsaw, we think it's it's a throw-in, Right. Yeah, and they've gone. and they've got it listed here, like in one of the marquee areas. This is where Ghostbusters was, or not where Ghostbusters was, but where the um, the Yeti one Yeti was. was yep. But I mean, that to me, that's still a that's marquee a good, because that's yes. where every that's where the traffic flow is. Mm-hmm. I would have assumed Texas would have been thrown in the back where the anniversary, uh, where the anniversary twisted mm-hmm. tradition and mannequin theater are. Because let's be honest, the ones back there are kind of like they're not throwaway. But that's where they kind of pick their – they put their newer originals where they're not really sure how it's going to do. So they stick those in the back, and they end up not really having a ton of traffic just because nobody thinks to go over there. Or even H&I over where Universal was, the monsters were. I'm more surprised that they didn't stick Anniversary House where Texas is. So and even Beetlejuice where Monsters is. So my thought on that – But then again, this is a spec map, so who knows? Yeah, who knows? So we'll – I'm going to speculate a little on my own. I would, if I had to just randomly guess as to why, I would think that B, where Texas Chainsaw is, mm-hmm. was meant to be a bigger IP, like a Candyman or something like That's that. That's true. And then when the movie got pushed, that IP dropped. True. And everything else was already okay. kind of being built in the process. And they're like, right. well, shit. Like, instead of moving one house to here to there, we're just... It would be a pain in the ass. We're just going to move. Yeah. We'll deal with I one house it. versus two. So, For I, sure. who knows? That's just, all, like, complete... Off the top and of I'm head, still I'm, I'm still crossing fingers and toes and everything else that they actually drop Texas and they bring back Candyman mm-hmm. because to me that's interesting that's new that's something that we've never seen before and it's such a good movie the original is such a good movie and I can only imagine what what, what would come of it what's going to come with the new one especially mm-hmm. with Jordan Peele doing it so yeah, he'll crush it and they have like we said before they've got a they've obviously got something with Jordan Peele they've got some sort of standing they worked with him so they they, worked they got them. his number yeah so they, <laughs> they've worked together already so that is the speculation map version 4.0 the what would have been yeah and it edition. looks like all of the same rides will be open or yeah. be open Hollywood Pride Transformers Mummy Simpsons Green Gods and Men in Black womp womp we will not be going to this in a couple weeks no we won't it's sad but. Like I said, I'm looking at the positives, and it's, it's going to give be a killer. Yeah, it'll give Universal a whole another 12 months yeah. to put together an amazing show for next year, and it's going to be great. And they're going to add three houses, and it's going to be an extra scare zone. It's <laughs> and it's going to be free, wonderful. and it's going to be it's going to be free. Yeah. <laughs> they're going to just they're going to bring us on as as media. We're going to get some interviews with people. It's going to be great. None of that is going to happen. Yeah. That would be great. <laughs> but I'm just saying. The only other stuff, really, other than that, to talk about is the tribute store so they've kind of slowly been adding more and more merch in there and i haven't really gone yet so we are planning a night to go together and maybe yep. do a vlog of it so you'll see some video but i have yet to go over there so has yep. anything been added to it so they've added a couple uh so not room wise merchandise wise they've added a couple things but nothing super of note of other than one shirt so all the other shirts we talked about previously were the like anniversary ones it was like yeah, yep. 91, 92, yep, yep, yep. 2000, stuff I like mean, that. I mean, I have to imagine they're going to add more of that type yep. of merch. They added... As Halloween gets closer. Yeah, they added two or three shirts now at this point that are like... 
icon related where it's like 30 years 30 feet yeah, i gotta or, get over there because and have... it's got you know caretaker director storyteller jack stuff like that so those pins. that's all stuff they've added like pins cups uh face masks lanyards i gotta add to my t-shirt collection yeah so they I got need a lot t-shirts. of cool stuff i gotta get over there and buy a whole bunch of stuff I <laughs> the one t-shirt that had everybody talking that we can kind of cue into what we just talked about with the scare zones was this universal studios halloween horror nights big 30th issue t-shirt so it looks very comic booky on it you'll see it says featuring the pumpkin lord that's it also so has sick. with blood and bone select cuts with meaty meats and it has a little surprise guest in the corner now this was i don't want to say found out to be the scare zone shirt but i think the tag on it or it it imply that or when it rings up it says like scare zone shirt uh-huh so it's amazing the the level of, of yeah trying of to just, detective uh, the level have. of detectiveness yeah. for people it's insane. So I'm not sure where these things fit into the scare zone. So saw does this? I mean, to me, it almost confirms the pumpkin lord is a new icon, and that's why when you asked me about the tooth fairy, that's why I was like, I think because this yeah that so makes this that obviously I can see where you're coming yeah. from. Then that definitely it's very prominent. And he looks different a little bit. He looks sick. He's got, like, horns yeah. and shit. He's, like, he looks a little bit demon different. pumpkin. So the the one in the top left corner, like, just the pumpkin head with the mouth open and stuff, that's kind of the similar to the Scare Zone actors from The Harvest from 2018, whereas the Pumpkin Lord looks like a kind of altered version of that where his hands could be, like, roots and his, you know, his he's got the little down billy goat horns that kind of resemble like the stock mm-hmm. of the pumpkin yep so it's a it's a different take on that so maybe those like stilt walkery characters that were those pumpkin characters are kind of his minions yeah, so i mean that also kind of leads to credence i think we were saying beforehand when we first started looking at these maps i think that he's going to be related to that harvest yes at some way so it's going to mm-hmm. bring that theme back mm-hmm. and he's going to be like the pumpkin king like oh mm-hmm. we are the pumpkin king like that sort of thing yeah but he's a badass pumpkin king mm-hmm. like not like like i'm jack. a jolly happy pumpkin <laughs> jack yay christmas <laughs> no he's like a legitimately like i'm going to eat your family yeah. like demon which is yeah, awesome or if you think into like you know if like jack-o'-lanterns or pumpkins that are, yeah. are sprinkled at people's houses right those are his, his minions, minions, and they come to life. That's awesome. And they expand that, out and take the towns over by that, killing the children, like killing the families yeah, and the houses that, that put them out. That legitimately makes that house so much better. So that would be <laughs> so cool. much more, more interesting. So with that, I think that kind of confirms the Pumpkin Lord in a pretty high capacity. Mm-hmm. But where he would be in the scare zones, I'm not exactly sure. So maybe he would come in the thirty years, thirty fears anniversary maybe but would he if, if he's got a house why would they maybe he's the unknown original scare zone because he could be i guess I, the shirt was this is all speculation so if but the if shirt he's, rings up as scare zone and he's on it yeah i guess if that's what you're looking at if it rings up as scare zone i guess that kind of makes sense but then again that could just be how they list it in their yeah. school i mean i don't it may not mean really anything and it could mean nothing here right so the other characters on here i mean the and bone was a character from 2018, I think, as well. Oh, okay. I actually had a picture with this character. Oh, dude. So I had that. The Meets Meet, we talked about that. It's a Cary, Ohio thing. So I, a lot of this stuff is HHN non-icon. So that makes me think that it would be in that front anniversary zone uh-huh. versus that 30 years, 30 fears, where we think it might be a little bit more icon-centered, being that it's in front of the icon house. 
and I think I still think that it's it, it's icon based, but it's more than just icons. Like, because mm-hmm. obviously, when you say thirty years, thirty fears, I think it's just it's just history of Best like of. of everything they've ever done. There may even be some. My my thought is, you said there was an extra room in the in the store, store that yeah. wasn't open. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling that it wasn't just store; that it was going to be some sort of like HSN museum, and yep. they're going to have stuff from the previous thirty years kind of on display. Yep. It may be part of the store too, but like that makes me think that if that was where the scare zone was going to be, that leads more credence to that being the case. Yeah, I could see that. So that was really it for HHN news. And I have a feeling that that might be one of the last HHN really new, Probably newsworthy the last things we're going to get for a little drop bit. for at least the next few months. Now, I mean, we might get some more merch here and there. I could see. If that third tribute store opens, that's something else to talk about. Yeah, we'll keep an eye on it. But other than that, I think that HHN news is just kind of on the back burner in regards to when we're going to get actual news for the event. Your guess is as good as mine. I think being that I would hope this event is what we get next year. It would be smart on their on their part I can't, not to spend the money I, again. Yeah, no, I mean, I would be, I would be so surprised if they come out and say we rethought everything and yeah. anything you saw last year forget it because it's all brand new stuff mm-hmm. although I don't put it past Universal to do that to make everybody speculate and give everybody like yep. the thing but I can't imagine that all the work they put in putting this one together that they don't keep 90% yeah, of financially, it financially I don't think zero that, sense like, it's a, like we talked about it two, uh, two episodes ago there are houses that I think are going to get changed or dropped Texas it's gone I, I, I personally think that because Texas, I think, was supposed to be Candyman, like you said. Supposed to be another. That was me, just kind of spitballing. I still think that, IP. but I still think you're right. I still mm-hmm. think it was supposed. Because think about it, the movie was coming out this year. It's a Universal property. Yeah, that was going to be the sense. IP. I think because of the movie being pushed and obviously COVID and everything else, it hasn't happened. So they put Texas because Texas they've done before. We've talked about this already. That one I think is gone. But do I think they're gonna redo the entire event? I doubt it. What I hope that leads into is I hope that leads into Universal giving us information way sooner than oh, we I, normally Oh, I mean, I'm hoping they drop stuff all year round. Exactly, and that's my thing, is I hope on maybe either what would have been opening night, they do something. what Halloween is, that they start to make an announcement, whether it's just a TV ad with Jack saying, we'll see you next year, whether it's like we've seen a million times with, you know, like, Killer Clowns or Stranger Things, those little IP-based promo videos. Yeah, I'm just st- one of those. I'm still kind of hoping that they might retheme one of the stores, mm-hmm. not just the tribute store, but like have like or Halloween-themed stuff, whether it's outside, a store yeah. or outside, or you know, do some of the food things that they usually do. God, if I have to wait another year for Twisted Taters, I'm gonna cut my <laughs> PC. <laughs> Trying to stay PC. If I can't get Twisted Taters, I'm going to be very I'll Very tell you, those, pump, those pumpkin donuts are... Oh, my God. Just like, If not for nothing, just open up a HHN like, food stand for like the junkies. I We're mean, gonna... people will show up just for that. Yes. I'll go just for that. Just for just put one out. You don't need to do much. Just put one little food right, right where... If I can buy Central pumpkin Park donuts is, and a pumpkin head beer, beer I'm and, set. And I'll walk around, put up some stupid little... little knick-knacky decorations yeah. or whatever and just let me pretend. Yeah, exactly. I'll and bring I think, in a personal fog machine they'll, they'll, and I'll just walk I mean, around with they'll it. They'll do something. They've got something in the works, I'm sure. It's just that obviously like we spoke about before, I think this year was just for the safety of their employees mm-hmm. and the safety of everyone else yep. it makes more sense to not do it. So. so hopefully we get 
something thrown our way, and I think that's why they're going to be so quiet for a while because yeah. they're still they're trying to well, react. They're, right, they're trying they're trying to like what's the best get their bearings and. Like I said before, we don't know what's going to happen. This thing could slow down by the end of the year. I don't think it will, but it might. And the problem with the news is that you're not going to hear the good things. You're not going to hear yeah. when the numbers are coming down. You're only going to hear when they come up. So yeah. until we stop hearing about them going up, then they obviously have to worry about that sort of thing. So right now they're just focused on getting the park situated with normal guests, and then they'll worry about after-hours events after that. But who knows? Right. Do you want to talk about what our plans are going forward? Because yes. we got some plans so we finally. we actually locked some stuff down. So we have an actual, like, not schedule, but we start to, ha- start to really start to think about kind of what we're getting into. And then you guys can actually plan to say, all right, this is what this week is about, you know, and kind of know what's coming. Mm-hmm. Rather than us just being like, hey, let's talk about this tonight. Yeah. We have a couple of things that we've done in the past that we feel are fun we get a lot of engagement out of it from you guys so it's it's just as much fun for you as it is for us and we're going to do our best to incorporate you guys with us as well so before these episodes drop or even after and we can mention you on the next episode we're going to try and do our best to kind of shout people out or if you want to give insight for what we're going to be talking about on that episode you can kind of hit us up and give us that information ahead of time and we can you know mention you on here so what we're planning on? We'll give you on, a shout out. Yeah. So what we're planning sure. on is what we did last week. We did killer reviews, where we sat down, we dissected beer a little bit more in depth, and then we dissected an actual movie and we brought up you know key scenes, a little trivia, whatever. And we did that with our uncle Kevin. We are going to continue this. We're going to do killer reviews. That's going to be the first episode of the month, every month. We are going to break down a certain movie, which is going to be brought up by one of you or if or just something we think about or if something piques our interest that week if whether maybe a certain movie came out on a certain date and we want to do it based off of so, its anniversary yeah what we're going to try to do is we're not going to do at least I don't I don't want to do just the staples like obviously classics are classics for a reason so you know how good a classic is we know how good a classic is we're not going to bore you with the talking points about every single classic out there. We'll do certain ones, obviously, because yep. we have to. It's obligatory. But we want to, I mean, I want to try to focus on deep cuts and things that, like, we may know about that you don't know about or vice versa. Or if you give us one, yeah, if you give us one we haven't seen or and heard like, of, we yeah. can dive in. And I don't know about you, but I'm totally open to everything. I love everything. So if you have... I watch whatever. If you've got a crazy, gory, snuff film, I'm down. If you got a ghost story, a possession story... I'm down. I may have seen it already. If I haven't seen it, great. Uh, if, if not, even better. So, I mean, throw ideas at us. We'll shout you out and say, hey, you know, so-and-so gave us this idea, and we're going to talk about it. That's, yep. I think it's a great idea. And that's going to be on the first of the, first episode that's of the month? That's going to be the first episode right. of the month is going to be killer reviews. Now, this is going to open us up to guests. Yeah, we'll bring guests in. So, as soon as we kind of get more situated in our podcasting careers, <laughs> whatever it is, hobbies. Hobby. but. As soon as we're not, you know, recording out of a bedroom, right. we can bring outsiders in. Right now, yep. we can bring, you know, f- close friends and family and stuff in on that. So we're gonna try to bring something in on those episodes. So it kind of open up the discussion a little bit more. Yeah, between exactly. Us two bozos. Following that, the second week of the month, we're gonna try to do like mock events where we're gonna come up with the HHN style speculation maps based off of whatever it may be, certain genres, certain ages, 
And we might not even do a full event. We might just do Houses, a house or house, a cool scare zone. Just lay a house out. During this, we might make up like our own icon and give you a backstory on a yep. certain you know, weekend and we'll get up artist illustrations on what a made up icon is. So this is kind of kind of be like mock HHN stuff for us to kind of get creative with. On the third week of the month, that's when we're going to do our top 10 lists. Yeah, we'll call it our what li- have you. We'll call it our list slash ranking episode. Yeah. We don't have a name for it yet, but we'll insert, think of something quirky. Insert cool name horror right. related here but like top 10 movies we did before we're gonna make this a regular thing and just do different topics and there's so many things we can do um we think it's gonna be really interesting and it'd be good to get what you guys think about it so and this is whether it might be top 10 top five but, you know we can do top 10 sci-fi top 10 kaiju movies top mm-hmm. five halloween movies not or, halloween the season halloween the franchise or just our personal rankings of those yeah movies. You can, and, and we can rank those we could do top five stephen king movies to appease you yeah we'll figure it out i mean so, it's definitely not gonna be top five it'd be a top like three but yeah we'll but figure it out regardless on those ratings or rankings episodes that's gonna be the third episode of the month mm-hmm. and that again kind of opens us up to the possibility of having people on if we have yeah. friends or family that are you know, familiar enough with a certain genre or whatever they are, they're really passionate about a certain mm-hmm. figure. I mean, they may, the I mean, especially be, if it's a, like, for example, like the Kaiju stuff, like I'm not a huge, like monster movie type mm-hmm. guy. I mean, I am to a point, but like, I'm not an expert on Godzilla, Mm-mm. but we've got a friend who loves those movies. So yep. we'll bring him on and have school me on some Kaiju yeah. and then that, Kaiju. What is it? Kaiju or Kaiju? Kai, Kaiju. Kaiju. And then that fourth, that last episode of the month, that's going to kind of be our miscellaneous episode. That's going to be our, that's going to be our, we're leaving it open so that way, if we want to go do a brewery review, we Mm -hmm. can do that. If we want to talk. Interviews, if we actually get some interviews lined up. If we want to do interviews, if we want to do like HHN history, if we want to do, you know, non-horror nights events like Hollow Scream or something like that, that'll be kind of the episode that we'll discuss those items in. So it kind of that's kind of a little calendar for you to kind of prepare or be aware of what's coming. So that way we can get you guys involved as much as as we are. Because when we posted, what should we do for our next killer review? We got a lot of good recommendations. Yeah, we get a ton of them. So we decided to pick from that. We actually picked one. We did. So Leah, thank you, because we're gonna do it follows for our next killer Ooh. review session. I've seen it. Nick hasn't, no. so it'll be an interesting review. We'll get one perspective from someone that has watched it a couple times who actually adores this movie, and then someone who hasn't seen it yet. And I'm excited. I've always... And I'm surprised because his girlfriend loves this movie, and he's yeah, never seen she it. she loves it. She has the poster. And I kind of... I don't... I, I think I saw it on Netflix previously, and I thought it was a TV show. I watched a little bit, and then I just... It was one of those times I wasn't in the mood to fully dedicate my attention to it, so I just kind of turned it on, and then... After like 20 minutes, I was like, I'm not even watching this. I'm going to put on The Office. Like just some, some mindless So you bullshit. have to power through it a little bit. Which, but. which it, wasn't, it wasn't that I didn't want to watch it. I just wasn't in the mood at the time. And then I never mm-hmm. went back to it. I mean, it's definitely well, – I'm not going to get into it right now. But it's definitely unique. And when you first put it on, it's kind of like, is this really like a horror movie? Like what am I watching? Yeah. So I'm excited though. It's I've heard a lot of great things. And the fact that someone suggested it, it kind of stuck right out. So I was like, you know what? Let's do it. So look so, out for that. That is going to be what we're going to be doing for our next killer review. I think that about wraps it up. Yeah, let's reserve what we're going to do next week and the week after. Yeah, we'll talk about that. But that that's just for the starting in September. So that's our so that first week in September. 
look out for that. That's one that we're going to do that. So starting September, that's our kind of building blocks. Week one is the killer reviews. Week two is the mock events slash mock icons slash make our own HHN stuff. Week three is our top ten lists, which is not just top ten. It's top five, anything. top three, whatever. It's a ranking of sorts. And our fourth one is going to be that miscellaneous episode where we just kind of do whatever we want. We'll try to um, we'll try to post like the month ahead of time on Facebook and say this is the month of September. This to look out for. Mm-hmm. And so we'll be looking it. for suggestions. Again, each week we'll oh, yeah. we'll do suggestions Please. of what you want us to either rank yeah. or what movie you want us to review. I mean, keep communicating with us. I mean, we love talking to you guys on Facebook and Instagram and that sort of thing. I think it's so awesome when I see all these cool posts from people. It just shows how much reach we have so far. Yeah. Um, we just want that to grow. So, again, it seems like this, we've kind of covered anything. Share and like. Send us to your friends. Make sure you get people listening to it for us. And then leave us a review on Spotify and or Apple. It helps us a lot. So, thanks again. Well, until next time, this is Nick. And this is Seamus. Happy haunts. And again, I would just like to thank Vampire Stepdad for letting us use his music for our intro and outro music. So if you would, just go check him out, Spotify, Facebook. Again, that is Vampire Stepdad.